jam, dude. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn, dude. You already know this is the place where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. And, uh, of course, I'm your host, California Cal. California Cal. And, uh, you know, let's do this. We got a very special episode for you guys. If you couldn't tell, today, man, we got a special one. So, this one's for you smokers. Like, pothead smokers. Like, uh, not just for the sake of being a pothead, but, like, you really fuck with weed. And uh, I got some interesting shit to say about it. And uh, some pretty cool uh, Tories to stell. (laughs) Some pretty cool stories to tell. And, uh, oh, just so you know, that song I played, I don't know if I went went over any, like, copyright laws or anything or like length of time thing for sampling but uh, i do not own the rights to that song that is crazy bone and the song is smoking buddha is from crazy bones album thug mentality 1999 i highly recommend you go out and buy that album if you can find it because it's often sold for like fucking like 100 bucks or some crazy shit it's like it got expensive dude like yeah believe that like <laughs> bleed it so um yeah dude so we're just gonna kind of let's just jump into this we're gonna get into a few different things and this all kind of ties together um which is pretty cool uh so man so i'm thinking back like oh before i even really get into this let me make sure that i disclaim that uh, i do not recommend or suggest anybody do as i am saying in these stories because lessons have been learned and i don't recommend this and it's not the right way to do things i'm just gonna share my experience because this is what's real and what's real is what's real and you know that's kind of just what it is (laughs) um so dude so thinking back man holy shit i'm 35 right now and the first time i ever smoked weed um, you know, if you're a listener to the show, you already know I'm born and raised in California, or San Diego, California, uh, grew up in like the gangbang era in the nineties and early thousands. And yeah, you know, and we, we grew up in a very, very diverse and cultured neighborhood with people from all different races, but our neighborhood was primarily Asians and, uh, still kind of is, but, um, yeah. So like, so yeah i don't know just to throw that out there uh if you're not familiar anyway my first time smoking weed i was 11 years old so keep in mind uh why i said all that was because we had bad influences like all around there was always older kids we grew up before the internet um we were outside we were playing before cell phones we're uh you know, even and even like when pagers were just a thing, like not even everybody had a pager. You know, I never really had one. Um, I, I mean, people gave me some pagers after people stopped using pagers. And I just like had them, but they were never activated or anything. And uh, so, yeah, so my first time smoking weed, I was 11 years old, dude. Like and thinking back, that's crazy. And having kids, you know, I have a son who's 15 and a son who's uh two like to think about 11 years old like that's crazy young dude and i'm just like 
dude, we're I'm gonna tell you some trippy shit because this this might strike you, especially if you're a if you're a younger listener, you're gonna be like, what the fuck for real? And then if you're older listener, you're gonna be like, yeah, dude. Like, hopefully this reminds you and it brings a whole new level of of appreciation to your smoke sesh and. and every time you smoke a bowl, light a blunt, smoke a J, whatever your thing is. Um, and it's kind of funny. Oh, this, I didn't even plan on talking about this. I didn't even think about this. But, like, it's kind of funny. You can tell newer smokers versus, like, real smokers. Well, that's very subjective, I guess. I guess in terms of living in, like, Southern California, like, what a lot of people would consider not a real smoker is somebody who smokes out of a pipe, somebody who uses uh like those joint rollers to roll joints um people who uh who only like vape and you know don't even know how to roll something like (laughs) shit like that i don't know um but dude it's a trip so going back dude this is crazy like 11 years old so i guess where do i tell this story where do i even start from so like Okay, all right, I'm gonna really go in on this. So, I was 11 years old. We went to Sue Plantation, and I remember. <laughs> shout out to Sue Plantation. If you guys got to eat at and experience Sue Plantation, then you are blessed. And Sue Plantation was bomb as fuck. And, uh, or it's called Sweet Tomatoes if you're in other places. But I remember I was 11 years old, and we went there, and I fucking took. I don't know why I had a bunch of bags of tea that I took from there. And I was like, yo, this looks like joint paper. And I remember I went home and I took all this. My like my parents had this like photo album with uh with like old with like I mean years, years, years old. This is like these old weed leaves and some buds. They were like dried into a photo album. And it wasn't even like anything smokable or whatever. You know, it was just some shit in a photo album, like it with like a typical photo album. And uh, old school photo album where they have that big peeling shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I remember I took some buds out of there and I fucking rearranged it so you like couldn't tell. And uh, I don't even know if I told my parents the story or not yet. I might have. I can't remember. They're going to find out either. <laughs> so I took some weed. I took this old ass weed. I mean, it's like over 20 years old. And, and it was, you know, smushed into a photo album. I took it. I fucking broke apart the uh, the tea bag, and I rolled the joint. In the, and I rolled this old ass weed into this tea bag, and I went and I stood on my porch, and this thing was just kept falling together. I was like, oh, should I staple it? <laughs> like, Yo, know, like you can't fucking staple a joint together you're, you're just doing it all wrong using tea bags to roll a joint like that's all out of whack so i'm like whatever i'm like smoking it and I, I don't know what the fuck i feel i'm just like in another fucking world like on another planet like i, I can't even remember what happened after that honestly like i just remembered i don't i don't even know if i felt high i just felt like I, I I can't even explain it. I don't even know what it was or what I felt. I just felt like <laughs> I can't explain. It. I just felt weird. <laughs> like, what, is, it, is true to the word weird is is like that was how I felt. 
And um, that was my first time I was just like, yeah, it was a trip. And then, like, after that, oh, my goodness. So, fucking, uh, hey, it was good. <laughs> Supplantation. Um, so, fucking, so in high school, uh, oh, so I had to go to Saturday school. This is, like, was this the next time I smoked ever? I think the second time I ever smoked, because the first time I was 11, I was in junior high. The second time, I want to say, I want to say I was with the homie. Okay. Oh, no. For sure. I was with the homies Jigga and Jarrell. And one of them had this little fucking purple plastic bong with the Cali carb and all that shit. And we're probably in like 10th grade, maybe. We're at Saturday school. And and I remember I smoked out of this thing. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I teleported to another fucking planet. Damn, dude. And I remember we were standing on the side of my truck, and I stopped. I, like, I was like, oh, I forgot how to breathe. And I'm like, <gasps> like I'm like, in, out, in, out, in, out i'm like whoa that's backwards oh no and i'm like just fucking freaking out dude and like, <laughs> so oh my god i will literally i will not forget this i for, i forget everything that happened not everything i forget the majority of what happened after this and this is in the days of train wreck bull rider and chronic or mech that's the only weed you could get here and i was just fucking slumped dude like to the fullest degree like fully completely slumped i was literally just sitting there going <gasps> like trying to remember how to breathe they had to like collect my keys close my door for me in the car like the whole thing and fucking uh i i remember they put one i put one arm over each of their shoulders like around their neck and they're carrying me and i'm just like <laughs> like being just i just dragged to class and then uh I'm just like, damn, this shit's fucked up. So I remember the security guard is like, what's up with your boy? Like, and I was just, just like, oh, he's just really tired. Like, we're just happy he made it, you know? <laughs> like, whatever, bro, just get in the classroom. So I go, <laughs> so I go into the classroom and, uh, I, oh, and, and uh, fucking, I remember sitting there. I was just out of it, dude. Like, your first, you cannot, like, softly hit bong like you you just like listen to this this is all one inhale you see what i'm saying like that's all one <sighs> you know what i'm saying that's like you can't fake that or lightly do that you know what i'm saying i mean you could take it in small like <sighs> it's gonna take you an hour and the smoke's gonna get all stale and it's uh it's disgusting when it's like that so fucking dude i remember uh yeah just oh this is funny so i do remember this about that day at saturday school they dragged me they like carried me into class pretty much and i'm in my chair i don't even think they had the same class as me and i'm fucking sitting there and in my binder i had a white binder I, i might have it in an old fucking like tote book that's like in the attic type of shit and uh 
I was sitting there drawing and I was trying to draw a weed leaf and I draw it and I remember the teacher comes by and he or she, whoever the teacher was, I think it was a dude. He was one of those cool, I think he was one of the few teachers who liked me and he was just kind of like, dude, like, why are you so tired? Why are you drawing a butterfly on your forehead? I was like, damn, dude. I was like, oh shit, dude. And I looked at him like, damn, that shit is ugly as fuck. So I, I don't remember if I turned it into a butterfly or if I just left it as a weed leaf or what, but um, yeah, it was just terrible. And I was just like, <laughs> just fucking fully spaced the fuck out. Um, dude, so... And then I'm, oh man, I have so many funny stories from like just smoking weed and, or like people smoking weed, smoking weed in high school, like all the stories, the adventures. Um, and why I said like the older heads will really appreciate this is we used to have to go search for a spot. And like literally, there's times where we'd have to search for like an hour just to find a spot. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we started driving, let me say that. And especially when cops really came to town around, like, 2004. Um, well, a little before that. I guess even, like, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004. Like, cops got heavy in the Mecca in Mira Mesa. I know Mira Mesa. For those of you that don't know. <laughs> and, uh... Oh. Getting texts uh whatchamacallit so yeah so i mean it's like there was times where we would just go forever to find a spot and there's literally like some of the places we like hung out is just so fucking weird but at the same time it's so cool because we would never have discovered any of these places or anything if it wasn't for um having to do shit like you know having to do if, if that that wasn't a factor like keep in mind weed was like really illegal back in the day and you couldn't buy it at the store um you couldn't just fucking you know what i'm saying you couldn't buy it at the store you couldn't just go and buy it from somebody like oftentimes it would take like several days or a fucking week to buy weed like when we were younger um it wasn't just some Thing you had all the time you know and it was like i remember like a nickel would fucking last you you know like a good couple sessions or, or you know like two or, or you know what i mean it would like at least be enough to support a couple homies or something <laughs> like there's so many oh dude i remember times the homies oh man there was one time uh we were all at this party and it was me and all the homies were there and my homie skins fucking <laughs> fucking love you skins but this full we had we barely had any weed and we were all passing this little piper. I think it was like, I don't remember what a real piper was like. One of those things where there was a big pen, a socket, and a, uh, and a, uh, screen from a sink, from a sink. And, but I remember he grabbed it and the weed fell out of it. Anyway, I, I mean, it wasn't necessarily his fault. We didn't really know what we were doing, but still at the same time, we we're like, skins, fuck, like, come on, bro. And then, um, no, it's just funny. It was like iconic. It's one of those things that just is so funny to me when I think back on. And um but I remember we're all standing out in it was just me, it was me and a bunch of homies. There, there was a uh fuck, what party was that? Oh, we were at a party in Mira Mesa at the uh at the old folks home. You could rent it out at certain times and you could like throw a party in it. And somebody threw a party there and 
that was a crazy ass night actually <laughs> that shit was wild wild <laughs> but uh what you want to call it <laughs> um no so there's a bunch of us. i don't remember how many it was there was at least like 10 12 of us all standing in a circle under a tree close to the teen center or the old library for those of you who are like really old school the teen center the epicenter that was the original library back in the day and random fun fact for you guys <laughs> i was one of the first people to help build the library that currently exists in Mira Mesa. I was like the second or third person to do groundbreaking with uh, at the groundbreaking ceremony there when they built it when I was a little ass kid. Uh, on the way there, my homie Puff fell in mud, covered head to toe on our bikes. <laughs> and Val, oh dude, it was crazy, dude. We all got to do that and that was pretty cool. But um, just to kind of say we're like piece of history like that. But anyway, um, along that wall there we were just hiding behind the trees in the dark <laughs> and like if we got caught it was like a big deal you know and when you pick a spot you'd have to go look around you'd have to like i said if you listen to the previous episodes like running from the cops was a normal thing back in the day so whenever you'd pick a spot you'd be like okay we can jump the wall there we can run that way i can walk casually that way you know if they see people running that way i can just keep casually walking down the street or you know whatever the, <laughs> however it works out and uh i just remember like fucking just ex- when you explore to find a spot it was like a big responsibility that the person who's like yo this is what we're doing this is where we're going picks a legit and solid ass spot you know what i mean because otherwise it's just like if it's too burnt then like it's weird there's a fine line for me when i when i would pick the spot i always like my my two types of ways i would pick spots back in the days were uh hold on one second uh read a note um Oh, okay. So when we would pick a spot or when I would pick a spot, it would always, there was like two different versions. There was the be very secretive, like hide where nobody's going to find us or even smell weed or even see it or anything. Right. Then the other version is, and there's plenty of spots to where you could just be you know what I mean, like, gonzo, we got canyons, fucking lookout points, there's, there's so many cool little spots around Mira Mesa, the Mecca, Mecca Town, Mesa. Um, that, it's just so much fun, I'm so appreciative being in, like, the old, being a part of the old school era, where, like, we had to explore, and we were on foot, and, you know, we're on bikes, just mobbing around skateboards, and, like, there would just be mobs of kids fucking skateboarding, biking, walking, whatever, you know, um it's just like i'm so happy to grow have grown up in the golden days of that <laughs> the glory days uh so uh oh what was i going with that <laughs> oh yeah so oh yeah so or the other alternative was to be completely out in the open and it was like were you just acting so casual that somebody questions themselves about that person's really just all those people just casually standing there smoking a blunt like in the parking lot wow 
You know, it's like, no, no way. They wouldn't do that. That out in the open. Or it's just like, you're just looking so casual that nobody even looks weird at you. You know, there's a very fine line because it depends where you're at and you got to know the vibe and you got to know the town. You got to know the people. You got to know the police patrol. You got to know all that. So I don't recommend just being willy nilly like that anymore. But like I'm saying, I'm talking about back in the day. Um, that shit was, <laughs> so finding a spot is like good responsibility and we used to do shit like uh we knew which plants like the older homies would tell us like yo grab these plants this sagebrush this bush this whatever and you can fucking rub it aloe ones whatever break them up and rub them in your hands and then just kind of like rub it all over yourself and make the smoke smell go away excuse me and it was just like such old school shit like they didn't even have spray you know, like Axe or any of that shit, <laughs> which is funny because if you're a pothead and you use Axe, especially if you're smoking in your car and you have cloth seats and you have like a cloth shirt or or like a polo type shirt or something, and then you spray Axe on yourself, you just smell like weed and Axe. And it actually makes people like smell the weed quicker, which <laughs> which is funny because it's hella true. <laughs> and I know I say that from experience. Um, yeah, so... That's crazy, dude. And back in the day, it was like, you can get robbed by the cops for your weed. That's literally happened to me. One time, like back in the day, I was selling weed and I only had like seven G's on me at the time. And I was probably moving like just ounces at a time and or not at a time, but I, I pick up several ounces at a time. Uh, back then, if you had under a certain amount of zips, a zip is an ounce if you don't know, uh, if you had under, I want to say, I think it was three zips, then it was like, or then the, you get charged completely differently. If you have over, then you go to like the next level. I forget all the details on it. It's been a long time, but I would do that on purpose because I was like, okay, if I got caught, I'm willing to get in this much trouble. So, you know, just know if you're going to do stupid shit that comes with, you know, stupid prizes. And at the same time, if you're not stupid, then it's not, your prizes aren't stupid. You know, look how many people have now turned from being weed dealers and smokers into legitimate businessmen now you know what i'm saying so it's like you never know you know it's, it's kind of a trip um but yeah back then it was like you could get jacked by one time the, the cops would literally steal your shit they've stole my money they've stole my weed they stole my friend's money they've kicked our asses there's been no like it, it's for reals for reals dude like it's pretty crazy man um you know, in, in Mira Mesa, it was kind of like if you were, there's a certain like Asian, like thug profile that's like a good, you know, done in different variations. But like there's there's definitely a profile that they were looking for here. And and it's like it's crazy because in my muscle memory, if I see cops and like just out of habit, I take my hat off. And it's like damn dude that's the type of awareness that we had to have whether or not you were doing something illegal or not because just fitting the profile gets you pulled over like especially if you like <laughs> this is kind of funny but like if you had like the mustache or like the chin hair and you fucking got lokes on and a hat especially like a solid colored hat and you just and you got one arm and your seat kicked back and the windows down your music slapping like that's for sure the cops are like yo like get put, check this dude you know let's just, let's say his car is he races his car and it's like a vip car it's like bro like clearly this isn't a fucking race car you know 
but at the same time they they just use that you know and then with all the fucking gang details and all, all that shit that we got slapped on us it was just kind of out of control you know um so you know it's a trip like over time just seeing how weed's been related to how it's been sold how it's been treated legally like fuck i've gotten arrested for weed several you know a couple times and you know it's interesting because the first time it ever happened like well okay let me say this one within those times getting pulled over arrested for having it the cops either stole it or i got a ticket and had to go to jail so well sorry not go to jail why did i say that i have never gone to jail uh, I, what the fuck why did i say that that was weird um got a ticket had to go to court that's what i meant to say um you know and it's interesting because the first time i showed up to court i literally just got my uh i think i had my what do you call it my weed certificate or whatever from the doctor that oh that was when you needed back in the day when dispensaries first opened and it's just a good safety measure to have but um I think one expired and then I just went and got a new one and then I came into the court with that and the lady the uh what is that called the when they appoint you a attorney or whatever what is that called I don't know you know what I'm talking about but uh that person I told her I showed her I gave her she was like hold on and I never even had to go into the court actually she just went in showed the paper showed the ticket with my uh medical paper and and then she's just like, all right, she come back. And she's like, it'll be dismissed. Just wait about like 30, 40 minutes and it will, and then you'll be out of here. I was like, what? Like, really? Like, okay. I had to pay like, what was a weed license, license or certificate? Like, it was like 60, 70 bucks at that time. I want to say when they first came out, they were like 25, 30 bucks. Uh, then it kind of jumped to like 35, 50, about 60 ish, 65. And then 75, some people are doing it for like 125. Some people are doing it for 300 at a certain point. Um, yeah, it was just kind of crazy. It was all over the place. And weed prices were like fucking solid. Like a G was $20. Like even when I was slinging, it was like, all right, like rather than sell you a $15 G, I would sell you a $20 G and just give you a little more. Um, because rules are rules and you know prices are prices like you don't you can't just buy something cheaper because you want it to be cheaper like we all want shit to be cheaper when we buy it you know like oh not in all cases but um you know i mean just kind of in general like i would rather not pay more for shit i just need in general than you know what i mean <laughs> like why would you like i don't want to pay more for my soap or my laundry and my furniture and shit like that you know like, yeah, you know, if I'm buying jewelry or I'm buying a sick-ass card or something, then, okay, yeah, I want to spend the money. But, like, just my regular shit, like, damn, you know? <laughs> um, But, yo, we're going to get into some crazy shit about this, actually. So we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to be right back here. Damn, dude. what is good everybody welcome back to the damn dude podcast damn dude of course i am your uh re-host because this is halftime so <laughs> california cow that's me and uh you know we're doing this 
And uh, today's the weed episode. This is weeded out for the weedy dee 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 dee. Um, weed is interesting. I had asked the question the other day on face on Instagram. Well, I guess Facebook also because it posts to both. Um, like, would you? And there was a picture of a blunt, and it said, "Would you recommend this for your children when they're old enough?" And it was crazy. Actually, everybody said yes. And granted, I know a lot of potheads. So, and, you know, I don't even want to say potheads, just people who smoke weed. Um, and, uh, you know, I think about that and I go back and forth and I'm like, I would 100% rather my kids smoke weed than take any pills. Um, like for sure. You know, if it, if it was something that's really needed, if I think I would recommend it for my kids when they are just kind of stuck and need a and need a good, a, you know, like a nice outlook or like a readjustment on on their view, uh, you know, their, like a readjustment or reassessment of it, um, like of their situation or what they're going through, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, to like some you know to if you can use it in a way that enhances your creativity and and allows you to have a new perspective that's better without wasting time and being lazy then by all means but i think the thing is like my brother says like if you let the weed smoke you then you know that's a whole nother thing and that's not you know you don't want to be doing that that's not good because there's hella people too who just oh i should so there's other people who like who will just smoke and smoke and smoke and smoke and not accomplish anything and that's where it's really like okay the weed is really smoking you now like you <laughs> you know and i think as long as you can maintain some level of uh self-control and some sort of level of balance and and um, like clarity i guess um and respect responsibility ultimately around the whole around smoking it then yeah absolutely um for myself i probably smoke too much um and i actually haven't done a break or fasted from it from a long time so maybe i should do that at some point um so this is interesting so getting into this is a crazy ass story um i for a long time i had this uh excuse me i had this idea that and i had this idea and this confirmation that kept reconfirming itself which was that i deserve to and i need to smoke weed and that was this ongoing story that kept really like replaying and and repeating itself um because I would tell people about my story, my like my life story, you know, and like uh, people would trip the fuck out because they're just like, how the fuck, you know, like, damn, yeah, man, you definitely should be smoking weed. And it was like, OK, so I never really felt bad or like if I was doing it too much was ever like a bad thing because I related to myself as the pain, you know, like it's a trip. So, um 
once I stopped relating to myself as my pain, which was, you know, through the help of marijuana, weed, and at the same time, though, mainly was through like meditation, ayahuasca, um, you know, those are two biggest things, but anyway, um, and just learning, you know, and self-development classes and shit like that. Those, that was always cool. Uh, so the story that I had was, oh, what the, hold on, um, headphones are like absolutely driving me crazy i had the cord on the wrong side um (laughs) so the story of like why i thought i deserved to and needed to smoke was because i'm like uh at the time i started smoking when i really started smoking weed like a lot like kind of like started on the daily almost would be i was probably around 20 yeah i was like 20 years old it was right after ah my two best friends had gotten murdered and this was right at the point like i i remember i i was still with my ex at the time and like i said i had you know, she ended up getting pregnant with somebody else and it was, I was just devastated and all of this. And anyway, this was before all that. So she, we were still together and, uh, oh, so I'm working, I'm at, um, you know, I don't think I had a job at this. No. And this was right before I broke my neck too, actually. Like right before so let me think about this real quick this is interesting um okay so at this point when i first really started smoking i remember i was with my homie puff and our homegirl sasha and we went and we were oh i remember puff had some weed and we were gonna roll a blunt he's like man like what the fuck i don't even know how to do this shit like can you figure this shit out like you're asian bro like you know how to do that shit i was like all right yeah for sure so I get it, I figure it out, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna smoke it, you know, because I had this thing where I took a, I, like, I wasn't smoking throughout high school and shit, so, well, I shouldn't say that, because I just told a story about when I did smoke in high school, so, I mean, I wasn't regularly, like, I did that time when I went to Saturday school, maybe a handful of other times at the park and stuff, well, no, certainly a handful of other times at the park <laughs> and some parties, but um, I wasn't, like, a regular smoker, you know, it was just very, very occasionally, and it was like more in a party sense rather than like a I need my understanding of it wasn't that this is this can actually help me and bring cool insight. My understanding was like, yo, we're gonna get fucked up. That was my context of it. So once I understood, whoa, there's way more to weed because all the adults are like, weed is bad, weed is bad, weed is bad, and it's like there's nobody being like, yo, this is well, not nobody. The people who were being like, yo, this is good, were looked at as bad people. You know, like you look at the rappers and and you know, like Cheech and Chong and, you know, like the real OGs of people really speaking up about it. Um, like there was that, but then at the same time, there's always like this asterisk next to their fame or their whatever, you know, oh, but they're a pothead. Oh, but you don't want to be like blah, 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 you know? And, uh, so I remember we rolled this blunt and we're at the park and I think I hit it once or twice and I was just like, yo, I think, uh, and I'm oh so I think I might have left something out which was our best friend just died Pablo died and he was like 
you know, it was like the three of us, we considered each other brothers and stuff, you know, and a couple of our other homies, we all also consider each other brothers in the same sense. And, um, but it, for a long time, it was like me, uh, Pablo or Pew, Spider, however you want to call him, and the homie Puff. And we were just mobbing and it was like around, you know, post mom had passed away or well, grandma technically, but she was our mom, my second mom. Um, she passed away. And then when we were 15, so I was just a couple years earlier. So we were already like really like jaded about life and just kind of on, on another tip, you know? And, uh, so I had that happen. And then when I was a kid, my little sister, my grandma, my great aunt all passed away at the same time. Well, you know, within the same month, I should say. And then all these different things getting chased home every day, getting, you know, the times people try and bully me, the times I'll get in fights, the times, uh, you know, like we had guns pulled on us when we were kids by adults a good handful of times, um, getting shot at, uh, all sorts of crazy shit, breaking a gang of bones, like, you know, I'm just like almost getting robbed all the time, like all sorts of shit like that. It was just like, fuck, man, this is so much, dude. So like, you know, by the time I was 20, I was fucking traumatized as fuck, like on some real shit, like some PTSD type of shit. And I, I wasn't able to shake all of that until I was probably like 26, maybe maybe be sometime between like like it's it really started around like age 24 where i where i started i started trying to be normal you know and not pull up just a quarter of the way on every car at the light just to slowly roll up on them and just be sure you know and it's like all these crazy little things not have my seat cocked back to where my face is hidden behind the pillar on purpose you know like little things like that like I I was I started being able to shake like pulling up on people just fucking mad dogging people hella tough just checking them out like I, I was able to let all that go this like paranoia that somebody's always gonna kill me I'm always looking over my shoulders and shit like finally like you know that shit was like it was heavy at that time especially when I was 20 and my best friend getting killed like fuck man and then it was just the next year oh no was it the year before that yeah it was the year before that my other best friend got killed so i was just kind of like yo like this is wild wild my my other best friend john john rest in peace john O'Day. um so i had all this shit i'm walking around like yo like i'm on some crazy shit you know and oh at that point i had gotten accused of murder i got my house raided uh i had to like stop kicking it with certain people and stop going to certain areas and stop doing certain activities and all that, so I was just really, like, fucked up, and just kind of, like, in another planet, you know, and I'm having having hella trouble at home, I'm arguing with my parents, I'm just, like, you know, the most of it's me, I'm just a fucking teenager going, being wild as fuck, you know, but after I matured a little bit, you know, I'm working, and get a job, and all of this, and I remember just different people throughout life would be like, damn, bro, like, what you've been through, you need the smoke, bro, like, damn, you know, I can't imagine going through that, like, <clears throat> and I'll just be like, yeah, man, you know, like, no doubt, and that kind of turned into, like, my, uh, you know, I did get really irresponsible for a long while to where, like, my finances got completely out of control because, uh, I'm just, like, a normal person smoking, like, a fucking real paid rapper, and, especially with my influences being bone thugs and like i'm just around smoking and it's like that's kind of what's I know cool southeast Whoa. Dago 
I did not mean to press that, but yeah, I mean, even all the times down there, <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I, and for me, I don't know why just in my history of making money, it always seems to be like, I'll make a gang of money and then it stops for a while and then I'll make a gang of money. It stops. And I have to like, it seems the lesson is like being responsible and stretching it with some sort of new mindfulness plan and patience is kind of what it all points to for me. I I feel like that's a whole nother thing, I guess. But when I was working at the motorcycle shop and we're making commission, there was times I remember I made like an eight grand paycheck or, okay, sorry, let me rephrase it. It was a 12 grand paycheck, but you take home eight after taxes. Damn dude. That's real. But, uh, well, depending how it's set up, if you get kids in this and that, whatever. I was like single as fuck and young as fuck. And, uh, yeah, so that's why. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I remember me and a few homies were like, and the homies who taught me how to go out and party, there was their thing was like, you spend a minimum of a hundred dollars when we go out. Like that's the minimum. Like you should be expecting to spend at least like three hundred bucks when we go out. Like what? Like all right, you know that was just what was shown to me. That was that was normal. Cause and little did I know, it's like these fools are making hella more money than me. <laughs> damn dude but i'm trying to hang you know i'm with the shit and i'm just like all right fuck it let's go i got paid you know da, da, da. and i fucking burnt through so much money so fast i remember me and the homie bought we eat we were kicking it like daily and uh we were smoke. we would always smoke together you know it's sort of like hey i got weed that means we both got weed you know and we both just got paid as fuck like we both just made like eight or ten grand take home paychecks some shit like that and we fucking go to TGI Friday. We spend like th- fucking like $250 on a meal just be, just for us. We literally stopped, went outside, smoked a blunt in between, came back, fucking ate, you know, and just kept ordering, ordering, ordering. And it was just like, damn, we were fucking completely out of control. But my point is, is that we would do stupid shit like that. And I remember there was one point when I, this was the most expensive ounce you could buy. We bought a zip for $350 back in the day. And this, that was like stupid crazy to pay at this point in time. But, well, I should say, and it was some of the fucking dankest weed that I can like recollect. And we're on some whole new shit now and there's definitely crazier shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking at this point in time in history that I'm speaking of, which was there was a stuff called Trash. And it was train wreck infused with hash. And all the nugs when you broke them were like gooey as fuck. It was like, it wasn't even like moon rocks. It was just like, it was so weird. I don't know how they did it. I mean, they must have wasted a lot. But no, I don't, I can't even say it. I don't know what they did, but it was like inside and underneath. Like when you would peel it apart, it would be like inside it also. And it was just like, and oh my gosh dude it was just the the best and uh and i remember we would just fucking be rolling up like eighth blunts at a time and this is a lot for back in the day keep in mind this is like 2006 at the time when we were doing this we're rolling up like eighths at a time and there's a lot of fools now especially these little trapping ass kids and whatever uh to them that's nothing but you gotta keep in mind this is back then you were really taking chances, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, it wasn't just some, like, 
oh, I can go to the store type of shit. It wasn't like, oh, if I get caught, then, you know, oh, this and that. It was like, yo, we've gotten real trouble back in this time. So, and this is like cops will beat your ass didn't matter what color you were type of shit. And that's on some real shit. I know Mira Mesa. Um, you know that. If you remember Mira Mesa, you can get, I mean, granted, the white people kind of got a little bit of an advantage, but still, 100%, you can get your ass beat by the cops. And, well, I don't know about now, but before, for sure. And the way shit's going, I mean, we see the videos clearly. So, anyway, that's not what this episode's about. <laughs> um, so we're just smoking so stupid dude and i remember we each we each bought an ounce of this for 350 and the big homie i'm not gonna say his name but to the big homie shout out to you that this fool made 700 dollars off of two zips on us well maybe he didn't make that but i mean that's how much we paid him for two zips and I mean, granted, we don't have, we didn't have any regrets about it because that shit was absolutely stupid fire, and it was just blown after 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 blown. I just remember my throat was just like, uh, like I couldn't even talk because I was just so fried. And I remember it was like we were averaging like 10, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 blunts a day, and it was just like, yo, like what are we doing like a lot there was a point where we would roll up five swishers at a time and we would just or even or oh god i remember this <laughs> would roll up like five swishers and then we fucking just kind of put them all back in the box because back in the day swishers oh wow this is cool to document back in the day swishers came in just the five pack box and swishers before that were even weirder they had all sorts of different tips and this and then all this other crazy shit that like i think they realize they're not really part of the cigar game anymore they're, <laughs> they're definitely part of the rap game <laughs> like blunt raps and shit but um so i remember we uh we, we would roll up like five of them and then fucking roll up like one or two backwoods with an eighth and just sit there and be fried and I mean, fried out's not the right slang word, but slang word, but it would just be fucking toasted. And it would be so bad. So it was like the point where we just spent $700 that week, smoked it all, spent like another fucking $250 on food in one night, and then just repeatedly did stupid shit like that every night, you know, depending on the location. And then it was like, dude. It got to the point where I would just wake up hurting every morning. I would be like, what the fuck did I eat last night? And I was like, I couldn't even remember. Like, I would sit there and think all day, what did we eat last night? What did we eat last night? But it was like, fuck, that whole day, that whole night, we were just so stupidly high that, like, we couldn't even function at all. You know, like, the weed was definitely smoking us. And... <laughs> and uh you know it's like when you're a normal person trying to smoke like a balling ass rapper in a rap video it, it, it can definitely do damage to your finances <laughs> you know like for reals for reals um and it's kind of funny because that was actually why i started selling weed in the first place was because i didn't want to keep paying for it I was just like, this is crazy. Like, I want to be able to smoke fat as fuck, but it, it's costing me a lot of money. Because there was times where I spent bill money on weed, and I'm just like, 
fuck and i was just like i fucked myself you know and i'm not trying to do all that so fucking i'm just like damn i'm definitely getting smoked by my weed i'm not in control of me smoking it you know so i'm just like dude it kept hitting me like damn i can't even remember what the fuck i did last night that's crazy dude i can't like it's on some like blacked out drunk type of shit where it was like did i fucking say something to somebody did i do something did i go somewhere did i fucking you know what i'm saying like did i go fucking piss in the middle of something like did i fucking say some offensive shit did i was i inappropriate was i what you know like i couldn't even remember like as hard as i can think and then we would have to fucking like retrace our steps through receipts and whatever and it was like we were literally only smoking weed like not drinking not doing nothing like it was just that much weed and it was like fuck dude like i feel stupid as fuck and i remember for so long like i thought i was cool for this but i mean it's kind of cool but it's not that cool at the same time i related to it later it's like damn bro you got a problem but for a long time and in like the cool stoner like mentality of me like how i see it is like the most i ever smoked at one time holy fuck oh i wish i could say names of who i was with this is uh oh i could use code names i was with the homie cookie monster i was with the homie fucking ch i was with i can't say anybody else's names in that way but anyway we were fucking kicking it and we rolled up these fools were you know some of these people that i didn't mention these fools are big time and this is like back in the day this is 2000 this is like 2006 and the homie had this thing called a super blunt so prior to the super blunt we had smoked four blunts all lathered in honey that's hash oil if you don't know and so these are just like fat ass months. We smoked like four of them. We we're just fucking kicking it in the garage. And the whole garage is already like hot bogs. And then the homie's like, hey, I got this thing called a super blunt. I'm like, what the fuck is that? This one takes his shit out, unrolls it. We're like, what the fuck is that thing? It's like the size of this book. Like, yo, like it's we they fucking lather the whole thing in hash oil, roll the whole thing up. The shit is literally as big as a paper towel tube. And I'm just like yo what the fuck is this literally is the size of a paper towel tube like the you know the tube inside the paper towel roll uh we fucking smoked that shit somebody somehow rolled up another blunt with hash oil on it so we smoked five fat ass like five fat ass blunts and then this ounce oh there was a whole fucking zip in this paper towel tube and uh we smoked that shit and i remember I remember that I don't remember a lot of shit <laughs> and I fucking end up hopping on my motorcycle and I show up at my fucking homie's house and I'm knock on this fool's window or something. I'm fucking just completely POD'd. Like, I don't even know. I show up at this fool's window or door. I text him. I don't remember what, but it's like three in the morning and I'm just like fucking zoned the fuck out. And he just lets me in and he's like, what the fuck? Because he's still living with his parents at the time. And then he lets me just, he, I'm just sitting on the end of his bed and he just like fucking knocks out. And I'm just sitting there just like with my eyes closed, just fucking like slumped forward. I wasn't even asleep or awake. I was just like, I wasn't even in an alternate dimension. I was just fucking like, like in a coma. <laughs> like, 
Damn, dude. I was like hella in a coma. So I'm just like, damn, like, yo, I feel fucked up. So like, I just remember. And then at some point, I just like left. And then I remember we talked about it later. He's like, bro, like, what the fuck? And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think in my brain, I thought it was like normal time. And I was like, oh, we're going to kick it and this and that or something. And it was just like hours gone by. And so I. Pfft, that shit was stupid, dude. And then I, I, you know, looking back, like, like I said, for a long time, I thought that was hella cool. But then I'm like, yo, that's actually really irresponsible and stupid. Like, fuck, you know, like, damn, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't regret it and I don't recommend it. <laughs> like, I, I think that's how I feel about it is like, I don't regret it and I don't recommend it. Now, at the same time, within learning these lessons, fucking like, I think the thing is with weed and, sorry, I need some water. Um, excuse me. Mm. Okay, sorry. I just like seized up and needed some water there. <clears throat> Damn, that's crazy. Okay, so, oh, I'm like going through a billion things in my brain right now. My apologies. <laughs> um, so, all this leads me to these to present time, right? And that's just a couple stories. Oh, I should tell this. How much? Oh, fuck! We don't have much time left. Uh, anyway, so I remember there would be smoke out parties back in the day, and I remember. I'll just tell this real quick. And I remember showing up. It was the craziest thing. And being there, you would just see hella homies just smoke the fuck out. And not in some, like, it was like in the, it was almost like a spiritual experience. Because the lights, back in the day, and I, I remember I was telling my brother this, and we did this the other day. We were, we were kicking it in my cousin's garage. We smoked a blunt, we turned all the lights off, and we were just kicking it. There was, like, just the light from, like, barely from the, uh, it was nighttime, and barely shining through the outside, through, like, the vents and stuff you know i'm like barely through the crack of the door in the garage and i was just telling him like yeah like damn this hell it takes me back like this reminds me like we used to fucking every time we'd get ready we would fucking smoke we would turn the lights off and then usually we put on bone thugs and just fucking kick the fuck back and like that was the vibe dude like if you never done that turn on some bone thugs turn the lights off during your smoke session and just fucking like really just vibe out and just like feel that shit like it's it's meant for that you know it's like like a fucking spiritual experience dude. <laughs> so that leads me to say this which is i think when it comes to all this shit like we got to really be responsible and own our part in smoking and being responsible for it that's why i think being open with our kids and people in the public and whatever about it it's only going to help you know, it's like there's so many successful people that smoke and use it. And, you know, there's obviously people who don't. It's not for everybody. 100% it's not for everybody. 100% it's not for everybody. And I really, really mean that. Now, at the same time, if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. If it's kind of, it's kind of. You know, it's just like you just got to know your relationship to it. And that's why I'm like, dude, I'm open with my kids about it. I'm always open with my partners about it. If anybody asks me, I'm like, yeah, you know, like that's my shit like <laughs> i'm not irresponsible i've i've been irresponsible long enough to know how to be responsible now so that's at least what i tell myself and what i think <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah i don't know 
that's funny anyways um yeah dude so if you're a smoker you know it's like and you love your buds or what is that what the heck oh my timer <laughs> um you know if that's your shit then enjoy man kick back have a good time if this is if you celebrate 420 or you participate or you think that's just cool then call this the 420 episode otherwise i'm just gonna call this the fucking i don't know weed episode history with weed i don't know uh <laughs> we can always rename it if uh, you want to leave some comments in apple itunes or uh, i apple podcast i should say i guess you can find it through either uh find the damn dude podcast there or on any other major or non-major platforms uh and if you can we would really appreciate it if you can leave a five-star written review on apple itunes apple podcasts um and because it only helps us out and it's free to do so thank you very much you guys i appreciate you guys um and remember say three things you're grateful for every morning every night and your life will change substantially if especially if you could do that shit for 90 days straight so on that note be grateful what do you appreciate who do you love <laughs> and much love rooster tail take us out uh make sure you guys follow rooster tail at rooster t-a-l-e official on instagram and wherever you can find music have a beautiful day. Much love. Peace. Oh.